This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. More logic here than you'll find in any garage. It's the Shannon Files on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Gerald, and thank you, Professor Graham Medley, for those uh, lead-ins there for us. Uh, you are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour. No, we didn't change uh, names overnight. <laughs> You're on Radio TFI for this uh, Wednesday, May 20th of 2020, from the palatial, yes, because I've actually cleaned up in here a little bit, the palatial Radio TFI Northern Command Studio. I'm John Shannon, and the man who can actually afford a cleaning lady uh, three times a week. They're cleaning up the Radio TFI Executive Tower there in Queens, New York. It's Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. I trust we're all doing well. We've made it through another day, and and we're fine and healthy and happy, and or at least just borderline miserable. How are you this evening, young Mr. Shannon? I can tell you this much before you answer. I can tell you this much. By the end of this tonight's proceedings, you will be very, very happy. You're happy and you know it. Clap your hands. <laughs> oh, by the way, you know what day it is? Oi. Oh, I was bending over. Oi. <laughs> Oi. It is May the 20th, 2020. I knew that. It's 2020. 2020, yeah. 2020. But you know it's Wednesday. So you know what that means? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, it's Prince Spaghetti oh, Day. <laughs> oh, you missed that. I did. You missed that. I did. Was it a wrestling thing? No. Hump Day. Have you ever seen a Geico oh! commercial? Mike, 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 Mike. I love yep. That. I love that camel. Well, where I'm from. We used to have the TV commercials on. Uh, it's uh, Wednesday. Is uh, I just said it. Prince Spaghetti Day. We never ate Prince Spaghetti, but we had the commercials. I see. Ev- everybody from my neck of the woods knows that. What's Wednesday? It's Prince Spaghetti Day. They showed this kid running through the entire city. So you got to get home in time to have his Prince Spaghetti. 
Uh, <laughs> I, hey, it was a commercial in the sixties. I I don't was it was it the pasta or the sauce? Because they didn't have jarred sauce back in the sure they did sixties. Did they? They didn't have ragu back in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. My mother, my mother, she used mm. a lot of a lot of canned tomato paste though. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it was. A, now you it was have de- my curiosity on that. It was definitely about the spaghetti or pischetti, as my brother Ray used to say. Oh, I know somebody I be- else that used that word pischetti. Oh, I believe my he still does at fifty something years old, fifty seven years old. I believe he still does. So, <sighs> so, so Vos's so- los. Ah, what? Vos's los. What the hell does that mean? It's what's up in Russian, I believe. Oh, okay. Funny, you're speaking Russian. <laughs> Things that make you go, hmm, yes, indeed. By the way, for the one or two of you that might have actually been curious what that whole second lead-in was there, um, that was, by the way, the guy that actually did the intro on that, an old radio station buddy of mine, a radio show buddy of mine, Chris Murphy, uh, him and another guy, originally from Wisconsin and they had a show on uh, local radio here in the Twin Cities Preble and Murphy that was Chris Murphy that did that I never heard that before I've never heard that and when I first heard it today I was like something about the garage you're you're living in a garage what is well I don't get it <coughs> excuse me <laughs> let me explain that real quick would you there there was a show that was on that same radio station. All right. Run by, uh, it was hosted by a, 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 a columnist in the, uh, I think, yeah, I think he was in the St. Paul paper. Columnist in the St. Paul paper who uh, had a radio show, and the name of the show was Garage Logic. And he was one of these, and he was one of these righties who everything, you know, got to get up and get gumption. He just, got to pick up your bootstraps and do this and the government should stay out of your business and and whatnot. Not as bad as another former radio host that I, I will talk about here in a little bit. But um, yeah, he was still still out there a little bit. And so I came up, I'm the one that, that asked him to say it like that, wrote the tagline, if you will. Okay. And so I said the Shannon Files had more logic than any garage. Ah, now it makes sense when you know the context. So, I had, uh, he, I had no idea what it meant. I didn't hear it until today, and John mm-hmm. sent it to me to, to try to whip my magic so we could play it on air. And, uh, and I listened to it. I was like, well, I know what Blog Talk Radio was because that's that's where I found him down on his luck, down to his last microphone, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I <raised> so, him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So first off, I want to thank Chris Murphy for that again. That was done ten years ago. By oh the way. my goodness, ten years ago! Now you saw the picture that came along with that, right? I did not. You didn't see the picture? There was a picture. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So I did that particular particular version of the Shannon Files featured myself as well as three other individuals from the Minneapolis area. Uh Uh-huh. 
we were all in the Twin Cities, but uh, we still did it, we did it through Blog Talk Radio, which was one of the nice, versatile things about that. Very easy to bring uh-huh. people together. Yes. So that was one of the pluses. Um, now, not they didn't all come on on the same, you know, this, a lot of times I'd only have two or three of them on with me. But mm-hmm. uh, just a quick shout out to the individuals, um, the young man there that was in that, his name is uh, Daniel Lundeen. I still have been friends with him on Facebook, although, you know, it's one of those things that we may say hi to each other once every year and a half. Uh there's another, the, the young lady on that, her name is, ironically, Shannon Marie. Well, you don't say. Ah, yeah, I, I do say. What a wild but, coincidence. Uh, she actually got mad at me and blocked, not only stopped friending me, but blocked me on Facebook about, Christ, uh, eight years ago. Did you deserve it? No, you know what the thing is? is no, I don't. Here's, here's the, should. Listen and learn. <laughs> the I don't know what it was, but she she is a lot more left leaning than either I am, and you know, I must have said something that pissed her off or whatnot, and she just blocked me like the other guy with glasses on there. I have no earthly. I don't even remember his name. I think he was on two shows. Just happened to be around there for the photo op and a cup of coffee. Gotcha. Well, and of, course, was, and of course, as we all know, and like I said earlier, that's where I found you, down to your last couple of watts on the light bulb radio station. And well, blog talk I, without having the without having the same equipment there that you're blessed with at the radio TFI headquarters, <laughs> uh, it worked. It did what it did its I job. I it, know. I like it, to tease. I like to tease about it because what was that? We did, we did this what for about eight or ten weeks, maybe on, on Blog Talk Radio. On Blog yeah. Talk, yeah. And by the way, kids and kittens, uh, Monday the twenty fifth is show number two hundred. Ooh. Ooh, that's Memorial Day. Oh. As a matter of fact, yeah. You want to do a Memorial Day night show? Peeking back, peeking behind the curtains here. Mm. I ain't got nothing else to do. Uh, Hot dogs will be grilled by then. We'll see. We got bigger things to talk about, and when once we get into this other thing, mm-hmm. you're 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 never gonna have reason to to say a bad thing about me ever again. I think I I I, I may not have reason in your mind. But I'm sure I could come up with plenty. I, I promise you, I'm about to fill a void of yours that has not been filled in quite some time. Or not getting back there. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number to call if you want to come in and join this. So I guess without further ado, or how long do I have to wait for this? You don't. Delicious. Oh, okay. Well, you don't. Then. I'm gonna give Staying you a little. Me, brother. I'm gonna give you a little clue, though. Okay. Bayball. Ball. 
baseball is back on Radio TFI. So there I am down in the vault today, and I'm rummaging around. Actually, was it yesterday? It was yesterday I was rummaging around, but I had to go down and finish today. Because, you know, I've been cleaning the vault low these many weeks. And what did I stumble across? I stumbled across a literal room full of classic baseball broadcasts. Really? So, beginning this weekend, Radio TFI will be broadcasting baseball twice a day on Saturday and Sundays. We will be... Uh, we will have a 2 o'clock game and a 7 p.m. game. Okay. We're, we're starting off Saturday at 2 p.m. with the 1964 All-Star Game from Shea Stadium in New York City. Really? At 7 p.m., we will have the 1965 All-Star Game from Metropolitan Stadium in beautiful Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right. Sunday at 2 p.m., it will be from uh, July of 1965, probably just after just after the All-Star Game. Yankees at the Twins. And to wrap up the weekend, Sunday night at 7 p.m. from September 27, 1957, it will be the Phillies, the Philadelphia Phillies at the Brooklyn Dodgers for the final game at Ebbets Field in Brooklyn. Oh, we have we'll a, just have to remember to promote the hell out of that. We we have a lot of games with some that have significance, and we'll get into all that on Saturday. But I wanted to just give you that as my "you'll never bust my horns again" gift. And and, and we're going to start out with the two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Okay. And uh, well. You're probably right. I'll probably be nice to you for all uh a little while. A little while. Eh, yeah, about two and a half minutes. Till you figure out which room the uh the tapes are in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I, I honest honest to goodness, I stumbled across right now I'm at five hundred and some odd games. And you know, I'm putting them I've I've put together about two weeks worth now, uh, to make make them arable for us. And and I've got some, but yeah, I, it's you know I was listening to I listened to the Mets very first game, at least the first couple innings of it tonight as I was getting ready for the show from uh, from 1962 they opened in in St Louis against the Cardinals, and it's just interesting to hear the the old advertising and uh, Bob Murphy doing the game and you know you you'll get a hoot and a holler out of a lot of this stuff and uh i can't say for sh- for sure who's broadcasting some sometimes i know that okay it's it's for instance the twins broadcast team or the mets or whoever oh, it may. really yeah but you don't always know you don't always know uh-huh. until the game until the game starts you know i haven't obviously i haven't had a chance to listen into all of them but some of them are marked very clearly uh as to what they are let me let me give you just a simple rundown here. Let me see if I can find that list. I, matter of fact, I know I have it. Just bear with me a moment. I wasn't prepared for it. 
Uh, let's see. The of what we T5 have. Five twins broadcast team. Uh, somebody by the name of Herschel. Twins would have been Herb Herb Herb, Herb Carneal. That's the one. That's the name that was Carneal. Yep. Here, here's what else God, we he have. Was a broadcaster. Here's what else we have. This will probably be next weekend, but I don't know. I have to go through. I'm. These are the ones I have ready to roll right now. We've got the Yankees at the Astros in 1965. The first game ever. It was an exhibition game. First game ever at the Astrodome. Was a. Were they named? I forget. Were they named the Astros right no. as they moved into the? Oh, they were named the, the Colt 45. They were the Colt 45s until until the, uh, they moved into the Astrodome. Okay. Then, then. then they were renamed the Astros. Uh, we've also got the California Angels hosting the Seattle Pilots in Seattle's oh. first first game ever back in uh, 1969. Yeah, uh, the Yankees versus the Senators in their final game in Washington, 1971, before they moved to Texas. Now, here's something I found out. It was very, and like I said, all these, some of these games have real significance. Bottom of the ninth, two out. Senators are at home. Okay, it's their final, final game in Washington. They're leading 7-5. to five. They're, in a, they're having a rally going, I think. Two outs. The fans start going nutty. They're running on the field and whatnot. In the end, they had a fourth, They forfeited the game to the Yankees. Oh, no. They left town leading 7-5, to five, but they had to forfeit the game. And uh, oh. that's, that's what I have up uh, right now. Uh, stand by with me. I'm going to pull a couple couple more out of here because some of them are just fascinating. And uh, it's not always easy to, again, the rest of these. Let's see. I, we got a bunch of World Series stuff. We're going to put together some World Series. Uh, do a weekend of, for instance, first thing that catches my eye, the 1934 World Series, Cardinals at Tigers. We got wow. All sorts of stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, How about this? Here's a World Series for you. 1944. St. Louis Cardinals versus the St. Louis Browns. Browns. Yep. And where are they now? Browns. Tell me. Are the... Louis Browns that have made them an American League team. Uh-huh. Am I know this, but I've long since forgotten. Baltimore Orioles. Oh, damn it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it's funny damn because a good friend of mine back down in South Florida, unfortunately, was gone now. He was from Baltimore, and he told me, he remembered in 1953, he was a kid, when the Browns came to town. To be, he said, oh, there was a big parade. It was, it was quite the... Uh, uh, we got games, uh, Mel Allen called with Phil Rizzuto, and a bunch of all-star games. Uh, let's see. There's some significant ones here. I just have to go through and find them. But uh, there is a bunch. Uh, there's a lot of Mets games in here. I And I don't know who put this, who loaded all this stuff in. But, yeah, we got, we got a lot, a lot of... Uh, uh, of games and again if you want to listen to some baseball i promise none of you have heard these games 
they'll be like brand spanking new to you. Just don't look up the the final score. You'll have a grand old time. Yeah. You know, exactly. we we got games. Uh, let's see. There was one more I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, this this one I want to listen to. 1973, October 1st, Mets versus the Cubs. The Mets clinch, and that's when Tug McGraw did the You Gotta Believe. I remember watching that as a kid. Really? Oh, man. It was crazy. I'm looking forward to it towards the 1969 World Series uh, because that was that was just fantastic. I was a huge, crazy Cuckoo Mets fan all of 1969, and uh, that World Series was just that was Mets against Orioles, was that it not? That was the year the city of New York just whooped up on Baltimore. The the uh, the Jets beat the Colts. The Mets uh-huh. beat the Orioles, and the Knicks beat the at the time Baltimore Bullets. Baltimore Bullets, yes. They went back and I forth between that. DC and Baltimore a couple of times, but that that particular time they were uh, that's where they was. So, so now they're the they're, now they're the wizards because it's not politically correct to talk about bullets, and they went back after a few years of the this whatever they were using for a color scheme or whatever, and the wizard. Now they've gone back to the bullets colors. Have they? Yes, have they, they have. The I, red, I white, and blue. And... Yeah, well, why not red, hey. white? So anyway, so yeah, so we got all these games. We're gonna we're gonna have them. We're, we're planning on four games a week. On the weekend, I think that, that that is really cool. Okay, and we'll start we'll start talking it up a little more. I got a promo ready. I haven't put it out yet. Uh, it's my first my first go round at at the weekly baseball promo. Uh, but yeah, I I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be interesting. You know, just be able to think about it now. You can turn you can listen to the ball game while you're sitting out at the pool. Now that you got a pool. Well, this thing is, you'll never see me in there again. It's like I, Oliver wanted me to come in the pool. I told him, I said, I come in the pool, the water's going out. As it was, I just splashed a knee real quick in the pool when I fell in. But uh, They got they got uh, young young Oliver a, a small kiddie pool, and John <clears throat> almost killed himself uh, getting out of it or getting into it or going around. I would, didn't it. intend to get, I was just going to splash him a little bit, just to have some fun and blessed mother of uh, balance kind of failed me. <laughs> Indians at the oh. Braves. Oh, World Series. 1948 World Series. Indians at the Braves. I'm Wasn't just going- that the, that was the one, I think the, that's when after, I think the, or the Indians won that, then they went through a huge drought. Yeah, for, that, about, for about 40 years. Yeah. 40, 50 years. Uh, no, no. Actually, no. They came back again. Here, here's 1954. They were in the World Series against the Giants. Were they? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember from the movie Major League, unless it was just something that was made as a prop, the the picture, the picture of the club over Chief Wahoo's head. It was in the movie Major League. I remember the movie. Oh, so no, I'm definitely looking forward to that, Ed. Seriously, uh, especially if you got some twin stuff in there. You there's know, some. Uh, there's some. Uh, I, that's why. That's why the first weekend is there's two things involving the twins. 
Um, you know, Herb Carniel, he said he was uh, broadcasting there in 65. Yes. Um, he broadcasted 1987 World Series game, which the Twins beat the Cardinals. Yeah. I, I was waiting for you to get closer. That was what I was. Did did, did you did you hear uh, what I said? Or? Yes, I did. He was broadcasting in 1987. The man's been around a while. Been around a while. Of course, there's a lot of them that've been around for a while. You know, Ernie Harwell and uh... oh god, it's Ooh, amazing. Look at, look at this from 1968, Mickey Mantle's final game. Huh. Yeah, it's uh, it's just interesting as I go through all this. And I see 1969, the Mets versus the Braves in the first National League uh, NLCS. And that okay. was that was something. That was uh, maybe two somethings. And uh, would be. That was great. Oh, that was that was so. It was so great to be, to be a ten year old boy, in that year. And uh, it was oh, it was 1973 that they played the Reds in the NLCS, and Pete uh-huh. Ro- Pete Rose took out Buddy Harrelson. Well. Buddy Harrelson was one of the greatest shortstops ever, in my opinion, anyway. Uh-huh. Number, number three in your program. And uh, Rose just just did him did him dirty when he slid. He slid into him, spikes up, and, oh. and, then, and then they fought. They had a fight at second oh. base. Now, Rose was no small guy, and Buddy Harrelson was. <laughs> but, oh. Buddy, but Buddy didn't back down, and that's why we all loved him. That's why we all loved him. <laughs> The man hit one home run in his entire career. I, I oh. remember I was watching the game. I don't remember who, who they were playing, but, uh, you know, not a power hitter. He was, you know, he walked a lot and, uh, you know, the you know scattered singles. He wasn't a power hitter by any stretch of the imagination, but it was great to see. Hell, Tom Seaver had more home runs than Buddy Harrelson. I Jesus almost Christ. I almost had more home runs than Buddy Harrelson. And I never played a day in the majors. Tom Seaver yeah, was a good hitter. Tom Seaver was a good he hitter. Good hitter. I do remember that, believe they it. They actually on more than one occasion used him as a pinch hitter. Yeah. But enough. So hey, you remember me telling you uh, when we first started here about this uh kind of crazy right wing uh radio host from uh, Minnesota, the one with had that had Garage Logic. Yeah. Oh, you mean when him. we when we started here tonight? Yeah, I thought you meant. Yeah. Forever ago. No. Sure. Uh, there's another crazy right wing broadcaster who's already had a, a term in um, in the in Congress from the state of Minnesota. As a matter of fact, my current district. Makes me wonder how the hell I get so unlucky here. Uh, first off, I had uh, Michelle Bachman up in one of the districts where I was living up in Anoka, Minnesota. She's from the Hocus Pocus party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I come down here to this particular district where this guy, Jason Lewis. What? Have I... you ever heard this? I saw your tweet the other day, yesterday, I guess it was, and uh-huh. I, I just couldn't make heads or tails. I didn't read the full story. I'm not going to lie. But what? What's, okay. you're going to tell us what's going on there. 
Well, he's already, like I said, he's already been a congressman from my district. Well, now he wants to challenge A.B. Klobuchar. Or no, excuse me, I'm wrong. Wants to challenge Tina Smith for her Senate seat, which is coming up. Tina Smith is... Uh, actually, Tina Smith was the uh, lady who uh, inherited uh, Al Franken's seat originally. She's a senator. Took over the rest... Senator, yes. And she she um, she took over when, uh, Fra- when Franken had to leave. She, she was in, uh, appointed by then-Governor Mark Dayton. So... I'd love to see Franken make a comeback. I would, I would too. Well, so this uh, Jason Lewis is now wants to. She's did she turn around one? I should back up just a little bit here. Tina Smith then won her own six-year term. Well, now uh, this uh, Jason Lewis wants to challenge her for that Senate seat. So he is going to sue. Governor Walls, our governor, with the coronavirus stay-at-home order because he can't get out and uh, he can't get out and campaign the way he'd want to. Right. Uh, I can come to think of it. I did see that much. I remember thinking, "Oh, that's right. You're the only person affected by this." Yeah. Exactly. And then I, I compared it to Joe Biden. Should Joe Biden sue Trump? Because he can't get out and campaign like he like he want to. Well, Trump's yeah. making a big deal now about mail-in ballots. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he think he doesn't want to see mail-in ballots. You know, you realize, heaven forbid, if we made it easier to vote, especially in this particular time in this country's uh, history, and what's all going on with the Rona. Uh, heaven forbid, he, Trump would get his ass handed to him, even by ham sandwich. Well, that he knows that, and that's that's part of his problem now. Now, uh, you know, him and all the whole GOP is going to go on about this. They're going to do everything they can. But we've got, what is it, five states or so that have mail-in ballot. Every state has some version of it for absentee balloting. We've been the military's been doing mail in ballots for for a thousand years. Trump, Trump does it. Trump does it. Trump does it. You can't. Oh, uh, uh, press secretary Barbie tried to explain that away. You know, with the well, he's president. And he can't get down to Florida. So there's a lot of people that can't get get away to vote and to make sure that they don't miss election day. Well, yeah. They, they mail it in, or if they have two residences, or blah blah blah, whatever the reason is. If if I'm a legal resident of a state, it should be an option. And again, in this time where people look, come November, people may still not want to come out, and we have plenty of people that look. The Republicans have been doing everything they can to uh, infringe on the rights of voters, especially where, you know, in poor, in poor neighborhoods and all that, because they know, for the most part, they vote Democratic. They've said it themselves. Oh, boy, if we let everybody mail in our votes, we'd never we'd never win an election. 
Yeah, well, there you go. What does that tell you? What does gotta that say? Tell you? Something. Got to say something about the party itself and its and its uh, right policies and its platform and what have you. You know, and so, look, I personally believe they need to have their fun now because it's all coming to a crashing end. I hope. I hope, but. Yeah, it, that's that's a hoot and a holler. Yeah, I'm going to sue the governor for for what? What what are you suing over? The the lockdown. First off, that's a misnomer. Nobody's been locked down. There's been stay at home orders. Okay, but everybody had the freedom to walk outside their house. You got to go to the grocery store. You got to go to the pharmacy. You got to, you know, uh, if you felt the urge. You could have walked up and down any street you like and knock on doors. Most people probably wouldn't open the door for you, but you had every opportunity to do that. Just because businesses were shut down doesn't mean you couldn't go to people's houses. Right. You know, it, right. It, it's stupid. And if I can think of that, a judge will most certainly. Uh, and again, it's not like he was singled out. These orders well, from no. the governor. These orders from the governor apply to everyone. Everybody. Everyone. It wasn't. Oh, if you're a Republican, you got to stay home. No, no. And again, he's not the only politician in this bailiwick right now. Hell, they're giving Biden crap about it. Dem- Democrats, stay home. Be quiet. Let Trump. Trump's doing all the work for you. Just oh, let yeah. him. Let him roll. Let him roll. He's uh. He told well. We talked about it last night. He told that CBS reporter she was rude again last yesterday. I don't know if he said anything stupid today. I'm sure he did. I'm just not. I'm just not aware of it. Uh, I'm still having trouble with. Uh, you know, we wouldn't. We anyway. Well, here's a tweet from the Hill, and there's a bit of a story to. Well, it's from Huffington Post, but let me read you the story. Would you? I would. Um, <laughs> Be nice. I'm wearing off. I was going to say, you're starting to wear off your uh, street cred slowly but surely. <laughs> so the tweet uh, uh, quotes President Trump We're going after Virginia with your crazy governor. Oh, We're right. all going after Virginia. They want to take, take your Second Amendment. You know that, right? You'll have nobody guarding your potatoes. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I did see that one. I did see that. That's. Uh, hmm. And Virginia's governor, uh, uh, Ralph Northam, Northam, I guess is how it's pronounced, fired back. I suggest you stop taking your hydrochloroquine. Yeah. Uh, on a kind of different topic. I, I came across a list, actually more of a timeline uh, from our good pal Scott Rothwell down under, at Rothwell underscore Scott. And it begins in January. In January, Australia is on fire. This is 2020. February, Kobe dies. March, COVID-19 is coming to kill us. April, economy tanks, UFOs are real. May, you are here right now. Giant murder hornets. June, underground crab people are discovered and they eat humans. July, apes with guns on horseback come for the human race. 
August, Godzilla comes out of the ocean and he's pissed. <laughs> September, zombie outbreak as a result of the COVID-19 vaccine testing. October, <laughs> my little per- pony turns out to be real and they eat humans also. November, second wave of crab people. December, Cthulhu comes out of the ocean and he's pissed. January 2021, aliens invade planet Earth. February 2021, Cleveland Browns win the Super Bowl. Now we know it's the end of the world as we know it. March 2021, rapture. And finally, April 2021, Avengers 5 comes out. (laughs) I thought that was just a nice... uh... And they pull Tony Stark out of his grave, and <laughs> yeah, 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 it's uh, it's all it's all gonna be. It's but you know, I thought twenty eighteen was a suck year. I really, really did. This hell, we're we're not through May yet, and this is it, it, it's just uh, well, I'm not ready to say that twenty twenty can't get any worse because oh, don't then say you'll that. get. The, then you uh then you get the infamous hold my beer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. We're not we're not gonna uh, attempt this thing. Don't threaten it. Don't No uh, no. No. Oh. Karma Karma is an evil bitch, it's all oh. I can say. Oh, and she's got a long effing memory too. I tell you what. I'll she te- does. I tell you what. Uh I tell you what. I tell you what. What did I do with don't mind me. Keep keep talking. I'm uh, okay. Well, I'm talking. So I'm, Donald Trump has made the uh, extraordinary claim that is a it is a badge of honor for the U.S. to lead the world in coronavirus infections. Currently at 1.56 million and more than 92,250 deaths, which has keeps going up. By the way, yeah, uh, as it simply means the country is doing more testing than others. I don't buy that. I, uh... A a federal judge, meanwhile, allowed a lawsuit press ahead that accuses the president and his family of business, excuse me, collaborating with fraudulent, excuse me, with a fraudulent market scheme, marketing scheme to enrich themselves by systematically defrauding economically misaligned people looking to invest in their education, start their own small businesses, and pursue the American dream. What? The Trumps cheated? No. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. No. Now, let me check this source. Yeah, you're, 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 uh, you're cuckoo crazy there. That's, uh. I I'm, I know I know, but what can I say? It's just not possible, just oh. not possible. So it's an honor, badge of honor, huh? It's a you stink- feel honored there, sir? It's a stinking badge <laughs> of honor. I'm I'm seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Uh, you My still got plenty of time else. to jump in the fray, and yes, I. This is new. Good Lord. You're so stoked about baseball, and I'm glad you're stoked about baseball. I'm not trying to make light of it whatsoever. I think this is 
a huge program move, and I would suggest everybody give this uh, give this. Oh, you know, I just saw this before we come on the air. Apparently, the CDC is now saying that coronavirus does not spread easily via contaminated surfaces. It doesn't. Yeah, now, when it says this coming from the CDC, I want to believe it. Unfortunately, the people bringing this story is Fox News. So I don't know if it's mm. their news department or if it's their... Uh, the fairy tale. Uh, yeah. I don't know exactly where that's coming from at Fox News. Madeline Barber. I I don't have know any, anything about her, so. But um, that'd be nice if, you know. I I, I I let me backtrack just a second here on this. Before you, you do, know, some, I, I, before you do, uh, do you like Stevie Wonder music? I love Stevie Wonder. Good. Absolutely love Stevie Wonder. What? Yeah. Oh. Okay, smartass. That's actually more Ray Charles that does that. that that's more ah, of a Ray my, Charles. My apologies. What we're talking about here at Kids and Kittens is John is just bouncing all over in his seat. And he's, the last place he's talking is into the microphone. So we're trying well, to get him to, uh, to hold no still. axe out of years. <sighs> anyway, you were saying... So, I'm not... When people come out with this or people say want to say that okay you know they're gathering you know shoulder to shoulder on some florida beach notice it's starting happening happening in florida well that says enough for itself easy now easy mm. <laughs> easy if we find out that you know a couple weeks month later Nothing really came of that. There was no real uptick in, in infections from that. I'll be the happiest man in the world. I'll be happy to shake your hand or fist bump you or elbow bump you or whatever we should do and say, you you know what? You were right. Congratulations. I don't want to see this. I'm not, I don't want to see people infected or dying just for the bragging rights to say that I was right or that Dr. Fauci was right or any number of uh, actually educated individuals uh, said, I hey, if you can pull it off, just don't hurt anybody else. Don't go, don't go back home and, and uh, put grandma in danger, you know. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm, you know, hey. You're going to do it. I mean, places are opening now. Minnesota just happened to open. It's uh, made its first phase of openings. Well, it did a couple days ago. Stores are open now with limited uh, access. Now, only like, I think it's half the, uh, half the fire, what they said, what the fire code says, you know, so half of that. If your, your fire code says you can have 20 people, now you can only have 10. So, I don't think that that's too unreasonable at this point in time. No. Restaurants. Restaurants are going to start, restaurants and bars are going to start opening on May 1st. But here's a kicker for you, which I hadn't heard uh, before this. It's going to be outside. 
we are we are getting into the time of the year where it is absolutely gorgeous here in Minnesota. Uh, temperature today was up, I think, of like seventy-eight degrees. It was warmer today. there. We we got the sixty-four. Oh, but it was a beautiful, yeah, it was nice. beautiful. It was nice. I was out in my shorts. Gouge your eyes out if you feel you must, but. <laughs> okay, folks, it's getting nice out. I would suggest you avoid the Radio TFI Executive Tower at all costs because you never know when your old Uncle Ed is just going to stroll out there in his shorts. And I can picture them. They're going to be bright plaid. I got news for you. The bigger <laughs> problem is going to be when I stroll, stroll out without my shorts. Come on. As I go a little buggy here and, you know, we're, we're, we're inching. Look, you, you kids and kittens, you better thank your lucky stars that I found that, that room full of baseball tapes. That's going to keep me occupied for a couple of weeks here. Uh, get oh. all that together. So just mm-hmm. in the nick of time, that just in the nick of time, uh, we came across that. So <laughs> I, He's going to come out with Docker shorts on. Socks that come damn near up to his knees. Uh-huh. Uh, these, like, skipper uh, dock shoes or deck shoes or whatever. I've had deck shoes. I had some of the best on the planet. Uh, by the way, I wear cargo shorts, Wrangler cargo shorts. Uh, okay. Because I like the big pockets. And back when I owned my own company, uh, they were it was because I'd be crawling around cabs all day long moving stuff in the in the shop and it was better to work that way i don't like perspiring wearing jeans a few cold days you wear the jeans but uh i will wear my reebok white sneakers with my white sweat socks and a nice button down short sleeve shirt that's what you'll see uncle ed in okay yeah yeah you want your baseball don't you you want your baseball don't you yes now, you know what it's going to cost you? I'm going to leave you alone for the rest of the show. Well, there, there's that, but buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I ever get back. I know. Because you root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Because it's to restrict you on the old Take me out to the ball game. That'd be, a, that'd be quite enough oh. of that. Quite enough of that. Oh, That's the ghost down. of Harry Carey just... Hell one! Re- just raised up, shook his head, and said, I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy. Did oh I get God. into this? I didn't get into this story now, did I? I don't know. Uh, the what CDC. You're... Oh, hang on a second. CDC. What, what the hell were you talking about? Well, I had this story open. I just don't know if I announced. Oh, because I said it came from Fox News. But anyways, the story is that CDC is now saying coronavirus does not spread easily uh, via contaminated surfaces. Good Lord, I don't know what to believe on that. Because like I, I've said, Wait a minute. Fox my said biggest it? problem. 
who on Fox said it? And I asked that seriously. This piece was written by Madeline Farber. Again, I don't know who she is. Okay, so where are you looking on the Fox News site? Well, I've saved it into my pocket. But that's where it came from originally, was the Fox Fox News site. Because Fox News itself does have some legitimate people. Where they really get it bad is their primetime host, the opinion hosts. And they got a few screwballs during the, the day parts too, but but they've got some good solid people there that do good solid reporting. I don't know this person that wrote this. Uh, I don't think she's on air talent, so it's, it's hard to say. Uh, but, you know, you, you lie with dogs, you get fleas. So I'd be willing to not put it, put much into it if I if I heard uh, what's his name Chris uh, Chris Wallace saying it. That's one thing. Neil uh, Scavuto is it? I I I'd, I'd be interested. In, I can listen to him. Uh, there's a couple of people there. It's a shame Shepard Smith is gone. Because he was, he was a boy, oh boy, he was a beacon of truth and a. Uh, well, now remember, they're qu- they're quoting the CDC on this. This isn't something that they're just. You don't know that, that well, they're not just making up, right? Because Fox News has never put out any disinformation or just lied flat out and made stuff up. They've never done that. Again, I don't know this reporter, so I have to go with the default. Eh. I don't trust her. I don't. I well, don't I'll tell you her. what. I don't here. trust the organization. I'll I'll look a little bit further into it. Maybe try to find a couple more sources. I it, to tell you the truth, it's it's if it's true, it's fantastic news. It's just one less thing that we have to have to worry about with this disease. Of course, it's like Jesus Christ. It's like every day something new. Every day something new. And then I get passengers, well, did you know you could get it this way? Did you know you get it that way? You know one of the symptoms is this. You know one of the symptoms is that. You know, and after a while, I, I, I tell them, look, just don't believe every freaking thing you hear about this. And please don't use word of mouth of all things to right. distribute uh, or share any news. I'm going to cut you off right there and interrupt. USA Today dot com coronavirus does not spread easily by touching surfaces or objects cd now cdc okay. now says still may be possible but so that's that's fantastic news that's fantastic news uh uh-huh. and again i i i'm looking here at a couple of outlets that are saying it and that's good enough for me uh i just don't trust fox i just don't yeah. trust them to uh but that's that's fantastic news. I would still, for the moment, still wipe things down. And it doesn't say it's impossible. It just says it's not as easy as we obviously thought. And again, I've been saying this for a while now. Uh, I don't, not just about coronavirus, just anything in general, because I'm tired of hearing it from people. I uh, hear, Hearing this, they'll, they'll come up with something goofy. And I heard it. Where'd you hear it from? Give me a source. Ooh, I don't know. I hide through the grapevine. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Somebody said it. Who? Who's somebody? Who? 
you know, people are coming, and this is what happens. Oh, you know, the, this is how you get inje- inject uh, uh, disinfectants into your veins. Although that one actually happened, but uh, that's this is how these stupid ass rumors get around, and people because somebody hears somebody say something. Have you ever played the game of telephone as a kid? Uh, mm-hmm. Which was, you know, we did it a lot at, at a campfire. Ten people. You start out with a phrase at one, and by the end of it, it's completely, if you play the game straight. But I was always with people, there was always one or two people in that line who would purposely screw it up. You know, it would start out as Mary had a little lamb, and at the end of it, it, it would be, you know, your mother murdered 27 people, and, you know. And one lamb. And one lamb. Because, <laughs> because that's just who they were. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 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 good news. So I feel I that's I feel like I take something away from tonight's program. Other than just well, an hour, and, I can, I'll never get back. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, I want to I want to send my best wishes out to the family of uh, former WWE superstar Shad Gaspard. Apparently, he was out uh, somewhere in California. Oh, Venice Beach, excuse me. I've been there. Ah. He uh, was out with his uh, with one of his kids, and apparently he went under a wave and got, I don't know if it was if it was a rip, a rip current that took him away or Probably what it might have been, undertow. Yeah, the riptide uh, and the undertow, yeah. We used to, we used to go through that all the time in South Florida. You would get these riptide warnings, and uh, I, I I hope he is lying unconscious on a beach ten miles away, and just got oh he knocked out. No, he's no he's gone. They found him. Oh, they did. They did find him. Yes. Oh, how far away was he? Uh, let's see. They found him. Found his body on L.A.'s Venice Beach. Uh, so I don't know where where it was that that he actually went under, but uh, hmm. that's where they found him was in Venice Beach. I don't think he went too well. Away, well, to tell you'd be you the surprised truth. if if the, if the if those rip currents are going, it can it can suck you out and suck you away, and move laterally with the beach. Uh, that's you know it, that it can, that was one where I was kind of watching out of one you know watching the story out of one eye. And you know, just kind of, it's kind of sad. Obviously, it's not kind of sad. It's sad that uh, uh, he was thirty-nine years old. Uh, I'm glad that he he got away from uh, Vince's hellhole. You'd have never recognized him as a wrestler, Ed. He his primary gimmick was te- teaming up with another African American uh, wrestler there, uh, and I forgot. God, I forgot anything about his name, what his stage name or his real name for that matter. But basically, they were two black hoodlums called Crime Time, and their their shtick was is that they go and do little petty thefts. You know, they were well known for pickpocketing and you know that kind of. It's kind of, it was WWE's comic relief, okay. but quite frankly, JTG it wasn't was his very partner. fun. JTG. Yes, yes, that's I remember that now. Yeah, and, that's a, that's um, a shame. It really is. Guy was ta- they were a talented team. They were fun to watch, but 
the whole, just that whole shtick, you know, they could have done a million things with those two or with, for Shad or for JTG alone, too. Uh, but they just decided that that's the way they wanted to go because, you know, WWE has no problem playing on uh, on stereotypical topics, you know. It's all about the money. True. It's all about the money. Oh, and I do have one more thing, sort of WWE related here. Um, uh, the bankrupt XFL is looking for a buyer. There's a rumor out there could, well, that's that it good. could be Vince McMahon himself. What? He's going to buy it himself? Well, this is just the story. Yahoo News oh, reports no, no. this. That would be bad. That would be bad. We already saw what he did was going to do what he did one time with football. Well, hopefully he learned. Hopefully he learned from that experience. I think, you know, if he went in there and wanted to infuse his money and he wouldn't have a problem doing it. Uh, because I think you're right. I think that that was becoming a pretty doggone good product. It, it was going to take a couple. Of, it needed a couple more seasons to get itself really. The quarterback issues were, you know daunting but beyond that it wasn't a bad way to to spend a couple of hours if you wanted to watch some football it wasn't horrible it wasn't the greatest football i've ever seen but then again i was a i've been a dolphins fan for 35 years my god i've watched some pitiful teams you know look every every football fan can say the same thing every team goes through its it's uh it's down turns and get ready, New England. Yours is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it's time, baby. It's time, and we got you in our division now. We got we got uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is just gonna murder you guys. We got Tua now, and he's just gonna watch, learn. Oh man, this is gonna this is gonna be fantastic. By the way, just a reminder, kids. And kittens tomorrow night. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. It's Temper Tantrum Thursday. Whatever's on your mind, call us. We want to hear it. You Mm. can vent about anything. Anything at all. If you got to burr up your bun, we want to hear about it. Serenity now! Hopefully, I won't have a whole lot to uh, carp about tomorrow. Well, by the way, way, tomorrow, uh, my lovely Granny Annie is going in to uh, have a pick line put in. And we Uh, know she's going to do fine. She is, uh, well, she's nervous about it, obviously, even though she's had this done before. Um. I think she'll be fine, but, you know, she's nervous, and I totally understand it. So, with that, it's time for us to say bye-bye here. So, from the Egan, Minnesota, Northern Command Studio, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money.